All right, Misty. So today we want to talk about the mistake of not getting outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and the impact that that has on a business. And that was something I had to learn very early on that the feelings, the nervousness wasn't because I wasn't cool or that, not I wasn't, at all. or that I wasn't like, um, or didn't know what I was doing. It was just because it was outside of my comfort zone, what, what I was used to. Um, and I know we were just talking about it ago more in the political nature, but uh, it's very true for sales and professional, making sure that you're continuing to grow. So um, one thing that I wanted to ask you, is there a specific uh, thing, maybe that's personal or business that you remember being, and it maybe it may have taken a long time, like there's some stuff that may take months or years to finally decide you're never going to be ready to do it or comfortable doing it um, until you actually just do it. And then once you do that, then you're able to, uh, you know, get past it and realize that it's not that bad and everything you were all worried about really wasn't ever going to happen anyway. So is there anything or any takeaways or anything that you have done in the past that may have taken you some time, but you finally did it and then reaped the benefits afterwards? I'm going through the list in my head about what <laughs> what I might want to talk about. So, uh, well, you know, maybe one thing, um, maybe it was whenever you started the franchise company, was that scare, like a scary feeling or more of an excitement feeling? And if not that, Maybe whatever you started on with us. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how much you had done a lot of phone call sales or, or virtual yeah. sales at the time, uh, but you you did jump right. You know, you, you jumped in, but I'm sure you just didn't Bill. wake up one day and was right. like, hey, I'm comfortable talking to strangers and trying to get them to buy thousands of dollars worth of things. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe that's some stuff to touch on that may provide some value here or, or something completely different. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this, this experience, um, the franchising was definitely a fish out of the water experience for me. I've had, I'd had brief moments in time where, you know, I worked for like one company, um, on the phones, you know, like customer service type for about six months. And then when we, started the franchising company, which was probably at least six years later. Uh, That was, and that was quite a bit different too. Like you probably experienced a lot of this because that was our business. That wasn't like, you know, I I work for a company and if I really mess this up and, you know, somebody's got my back or whatever, like you were all in. And at that time we were paying like a hundred dollars a lead. Um, insane and so um, you know you definitely wanted to get everything right Um, and so that was that was uh, got that was a good forerunner for me uh, before I got here with Lynchpin and that was several years prior as well but yeah I I shadowed you and listened to you and um, you know marketing and sales I'm I'm really good with if you, if I know what I'm talking about, but anytime you do anything new like that, there's that, that little nervousness or am I going to get it right? And um, yeah, it's, it's much the, the big scary monster or the big emotions that we feel are typically 
pretty insignificant once we get past it, laugh at ourselves. Sure. Yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of people, they, especially whenever it comes to, obviously, public speaking is a big thing that people mm -hmm. um, are against. But now in this day and age, actually just hopping on and, and shooting a quick video. Um, and look, it, it does feel uncomfortable, but the benefits of doing it and the results of doing it um, greatly outweigh, and I can just speak from experience, greatly outweigh everything else uh and so you know i remember the first time well it, look whenever i started the bit i was just so gung-ho about getting out of the corporate world and naive and thinking I, i'm just going to be able to do it like i've been able to do a lot of things um uh in the past with, with sales or, or marketing or whatever um, so i wasn't it wasn't uncomfortable for me at all I knew I was making the right decision for, for starting the business and quitting, you know, large salary and all, and, and what some people would refer to as stability, which I was more unstable working mm. in the corporate world, even though, um, uh, and I, I genuinely believe, at least from my standpoint, I feel more unstable knowing somebody or lots of people above me are making decisions that I have no idea about or no control over. Whereas here, yes, I'm running my own stuff. There's a lot of stuff that comes with that. And, um, you know, your financial and personal, I mean, just everything when you start your own business, but at least I had more control. And I knew that every day that I woke up, I knew that I wasn't gonna walk in and get handed a pink slip. Um, just because somebody may not have agreed with something I did uh, in the corporate life, which happens, unfortunately. Um, but uh, that was a really good point. I just want to bring that up. That's a really good way of looking at that. Well, thank you. And I think I just think that that's better for me. I was more stressed because I had, you know, I didn't I really wasn't in control and it really wasn't. Um, more stable so uh you know i think a lot of people are starting to come to that realization mm -hmm. but whenever we got you know obviously whenever we or i started the business and going and and just kind of knowing what needed to be done so i didn't have to rely on cold calling and networking and referrals and all this other stuff that just was going to take time and to build up was you know having to get on video and I had to do it on my own at that time because it was just me. So going through that and, uh, you know, I remember the first time I'd love to pull up some old videos, but I just remember the first time I did it and I probably did 50 plus takes and it was <laughs> hours, hours of me trying to shoot a video. Um, and I whenever I got done, I still didn't have a completed one that I felt comfortable using at that time. <laughs> and just seeing, you know, and then obviously you do it and then finally you put one together that you feel kind of good about. And then whenever you go live with it, you know, you just kind of have that feeling. But once you actually start seeing it work, once you actually start seeing people responding good to it, um, then you start realizing that it's so much worth it. And then you, you don't, 
fear it at all and it's not uncomfortable mm-hmm. anymore but you know it's all all the good stuff and everything that i've realized is on the the opposite side of uh uncomfortable being uncomfortable mm-hmm. that's where um, all the magic happens exactly and i think the faster that you can do things that make you uncomfortable and this is what i whenever i was training sales reps whenever i was in the corporate world and even now um you've probably heard me say it, but the the fastest way to do stuff and see success is to go scrape up your knees as fast as possible, meaning jump into, you know, jump, metaphorically speaking, just jump, jump off the cliff and figure out how to fly. Um, And that's going to be your fastest ticket. Uh, And obviously, you know, obviously you're you're wanting to learn or shadow and all that, but then taking that and actually just doing it. So if you're, job was and back in the day whenever i would have to go um cold call with a suit on and all that stuff i mean that's extremely uncomfortable um walking into a place of business and trying to get them just to respond positively to what it is you have to offer that alone is uncomfortable um obviously this skill set that you can never take home but being able just to go do it or pick up the phone and just making calls is going to be the best way, even though you can try to be prepared all that you want. And I know you like to be as prepared, know everything, but you can research, you can learn, you can try to get to the point, you can role play, you can do everything you possibly want to do, but it's not going to make you feel any different picking up that phone and talking to a stranger any differently. Um, now what it may do is allow you an opportunity to maybe get a faster win, which makes you feel more comfortable about it. But the only way you're going to learn and the fastest way to see success is doing the exact things that make you feel uncomfortable, like picking up the phone and just talking to somebody, even though you may not know everything, just talking to them, which then goes back to, you know, the whole sales approach and, and, you know, how we go about doing that, which is a whole different thing. It's just about talking to people and, and building a relationship and figuring out if you can help each other out. But you just got to go out and scrape your knees and you got to do the stuff that uh, makes you feel uncomfortable at first. But then once you get past that hurdle, it, it doesn't. Um, and that's been, you know, that's one thing that I see holding people back a lot, uh, both personally yep. and professionally, right? Is just not willing not willing to do that. And now I've become aware enough to where I know that if I'm feeling uncomfortable, then I know I need to do it. It's kind of weird. Um, doesn't mean that I'm, I feel great about it. Doesn't mean that I'm not a little, I mean, I'm definitely uncomfortable. Doesn't mean I'm not a little nervous about it, but I know I have to do it. And if I do it, I know the other side is I'm going to reap the benefits of it. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing this today. I've been actually thinking about doing some Facebook lives and um, some other things that I've never done, and I'm, you know, still still not very interested in. But um, I think, well, how else am I going to get a message across? And so, yeah, I've I've been in some areas of my life I stay in my comfort zone, or I have so far. So, yeah, yeah, and you just got to do it. You got to realize that you know, that uh, as much as we want to believe people care, uh, they really don't. Um, And it's really not that big of a deal uh, until you make it 
that. But the only way you're going to be able to make it that is to do it, to start, to get mm -hmm. outside the comfort zone and then stay consistent with it. Then people will start coming to you asking you how they can do it. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, you know, that's, and that's whenever stuff gets really cool um, is uh, you start seeing that and you're going, wow, all these people actually, they wanted to do it, but never would do it. They see me doing it. I've given them a little bit of inspiration and now they want me to tell them how they can do it. And it's the same conversation that I'm having with you right here is you just got to decide, Hey, this is what I want. X is my goal. Reverse engineer back and say, okay, well, what do I need to do to get there? And if, one of those things is I've got to be able to tell my story in front of people. Okay, well, how do I do that? And you can look at all the options of how to do that a lot, which is going to cost a lot of money, or you can use what's available to you. Maybe that's mm -hmm. Facebook Live, maybe that's Instagram Live, maybe that's YouTube, maybe that's LinkedIn, all of which have live features now um, to get in front of people. Um, and you'll reap the benefits of it. Like you just got to just got to do it and start it and try it. Um, I remember uh, this was a few years ago, actually speaking on the Facebook live stuff, but I did a, uh, a program with, uh, if you're familiar with Frank Kern, a uh, big influence in our space, big advertising guy. Awesome. Uh, but I did a program and part of that program was we had to do a certain amount of lives, mm. uh, you know, like one in a day and all that. And that's how you determine what, your audience is responding to and what they're engaging with. Um, and it was my first time utilizing live uh, on Facebook. And man, I felt stupid. I felt <laughs> uh, just ridiculous. Um, and there is something to the fact that you're thinking, well, whenever I go live, you know, people are going to be able to watch me. But not many people actually are. Well, not many people, especially early on, are going to tune right. in or they do tune in early on um, and you see them kind of fall off, but then they'll come back once you just stay consistent with it and continue to get better and better at it. Um, but, you know, if you're looking at it, see a lot of, I think where a lot of the issue comes in whenever it comes to being uncomfortable, especially whenever you're going on Facebook Live or doing a live or doing a video, I think it's it's all from a place of looking at it as if it was what we always knew video to be for the longest time, which was commercials, news, you know, TV, movie stars, all this stuff, you know, and we're looking at video as that um, from what we're used to growing up with. Uh, you know, now I'll, if you're looking at um, kids coming up, they don't look Everybody's at it the same way. They, well, right. they don't look at it that same way because it's communicating. And that's all it is, is if you look at doing a live as, well, people are going to be able to watch me, then you're looking at it from a place of what it, what it really isn't. What it mm -hmm. is, is you're actually providing people an opportunity to communicate directly with you, you know, and be a part of that. And that's what, what that is, is, hey, I'm going live. I want to talk about something, but I also want to be able to communicate back and forth um, with people as well. So if you want to address something, or maybe it's a question, 
which is always a good way to start things off is take what you're trying to do, but the first one, first two, first three, you frame it more of a question. And then that way you get people responding and engaging. Once you get people responding and engaging, that's fear number one taken right out because you're worried about people giving a shit, you know, basically about what it is you're talking about. So if you can put something out there, sincere question, um, which shouldn't be hard if you look at it and go, okay, how can I, how can I ask a question that's going to get people engaging? Then you get people engaging and then you start having a conversation with them right then and there. And that just turns everything completely around. Now you're starting to engage, more people engage, even though they may be popping in, but that's also how you get them to stay is you, uh, you ask that, that, that question, which gets that, and then you get confidence, you start rolling. And all you realize is that you're sitting there having a conversation with somebody. It's just in a different format because we're in 2021. Um, and it, it will give you a completely different mindset. So I don't know. I don't know if that will help you, but it's just something that I've learned from just doing it and putting myself in that uncomfortable situation. But I learned so much from it. Plus, I was able to take what I was doing and I can directly help others going through it. I guess maybe similar to kind of this the clients, customers, because I, I've actually done it. Like, I know what it's like. I remember I did a, a presentation for uh, a bunch of lawyers, I guess it was man, I don't know, a year ago or a year. No, it would have been going on two years, two years, two years ago because mm-hmm. it was right before the pandemic. So, uh, but it was all about video and like utilizing video because if you're in a position, if you're a doctor, lawyer, like something where it's a little unique, and you have information that a lot of people don't have, but are extremely interested in, like you hold the keys to your own success in in this day and age, because you can sit there and you can have content for days that people are so interested in. I mean, if you're an attorney and you're a criminal defense, man, you imagine the content you can make of, here's what to do if you get pulled over and you've been drinking or something like that, you know, like everybody, I say everybody, most people, a lot of people are probably going to be interested in that. Like, here's what, here's what the the first three, three things you do. Here's what Mm -hmm. you ask. Here's what you need to watch out for. um, If you get into an accident um, and you feel injured, here's exactly what you need to do. Like you, and by putting it on video is you're breaking down the, the barrier for either one people to communicate with you or them to actually see the way you communicate and build that relationship with you as if they would do if you met them in person. Um, This is just a more scalable way to get in front of more people and provide them value. And if you sell something, you do something, maybe you're a doctor, right? And I use kind of this analogy a lot. Um, whenever it comes to marketing and advertising, but if you really believe in something and you know it's something out there, maybe you're pro, you know, whether it's a service, you've got some type of uh, cure for something, it's a solution for something, and you know it's information that's going to help people or be better for people or 
allow people to realize that they're not the only ones going through it and it could help save somebody from making a stupid decision or whatever it is and you're passionate behind that like to a certain degree you should feel almost responsible to do lives or to create content that then people that gives people the best opportunity as you know, and we've talked about with social all the time, is you're able to connect now with people all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that you may have a friend that's located in Florida and you're in Georgia, that friend's suffering right now, but you can't drive down there, just knock on her, her or his door and say, hey, are you doing okay? Or right. you know, if they're not picking up the phone or responding to text, but if they see you do a live, even if it's on repeat and it's about something personal and that's what you want to do the live on or something, some, something you've learned or whatever it is, I'm just, you know, whatever that is. And they see that they're more prone because they don't have to respond. They don't Mm. have to engage, but they see you that where they're going. Yeah, that's, that's an issue I've been having they see you talk about it. They see the sincerity of it. They see all of that um, in the video. Next thing you know, they have a different outlook and then probably will reach out um, because you're, you're talking with them and that never would have happened 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, the obligation side, switching your thinking on that, if you really got something that is out there that your passion you believe in, that can help people or you believe is something that's just positive for people, then look at it as, uh, you know, I, I somewhat have an obligation um, really good point. Uh, to do it. Um, and one thing that I always mention um, to clients or business owners or whatever um, who get, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're uncomfortable about doing a video or creating content, whatever it may be, or marketing in general or advertising in general or whatever. They're like, ah, I only want to go on referrals or word of mouth. And I'm like, do you believe in your product? Like, do you believe in your service? Yes, it helps. It's the best out there. Well, if that's the case, why do you want to keep it a secret? Mm. Like I don't, you, you have an obligation. If it is the best, or let's say you've got some cure for anxiety. You've got some cure for depression. You've got um, a food that is just miraculously healing people, whatever it may be, right? Like that's what you're kind of thinking. Then, and you don't put it out there, market it. You just kind of keep it to yourself. Well, once people find out that you've had it this whole time, and it could have helped them, they're going to go, you selfish, you know, POS, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. why would you not share that with all of us? Why would you not tell us that? Why would you not go through that? Um, Or why would you not tell me that you do that? How many times do you hear that? I hear that all the time. Like people that have businesses and all that, and we get together and it's like, well, why don't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? Well, you know, I'm sorry. I try, you know, at least I'm attempting to hit it. I I can't get in front of everybody. I wish I had the money and the funds and the distribution will one day, but not today. But why didn't you tell me about that? You did that. I wish you would have told me I just did X, Y, and Z. I mean, I hear that 
all the time. People want to know. Mm. But, um, you know, it's just kind of switching the, the mindset sometimes whenever it's getting uncomfortable um, and getting out of being uncomfortable. First thing is, though, is you understand what you got and what, what your mission is uh, that you're trying to accomplish, which is making you uncomfortable. And then you just got to commit to starting at that point and just do it. And then once you do it, then you set it up to where you stay consistent with it. And then the rest will take care of itself. It doesn't become uncomfortable anymore because it's just common place. So yeah, getting out of your own way, right? Getting out of my no, own way. I see it. I mean, that's, I think that, that that's probably 95% of the reason why I know businesses don't grow businesses don't because owners or executives or whatever um, won't get out of their own way because either one, it makes them uncomfortable from a financial standpoint, risk standpoint, um, time standpoint, work standpoint. But I think a lot of it too is just a judgment standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. and so they won't get out of their own way they won't step outside of the comfort zone they won't try this or try that because uh, they have these limiting beliefs that holds them back you know and that's what's keeping them from being able to go and really take things to that next level which they talk about they want to do yet they're not willing to get a little uncomfortable and you know if you're not willing to get a little uncomfortable you're not willing um, to grow. Then you're not going, then you're not fully committed, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, I've failed, I have failed so many times. And we talked about earlier about trying to pivot and try this and try that and all of that over the last five years, just with this business, I'm talking about previous in corporate world. And, um, it was all uncomfortable and some of it worked out, some of it didn't. Um, but I jumped in head first right into the deep end and that has always, and by doing that, I figured out quickly if it wasn't working. So I didn't waste any more time money on it, or I figured out that it was working very quickly and then I could scale it up or do whatever we needed to do on that because I was willing to, to jump right in and, and get uncomfortable. Um, but it's the fastest way to, to not to get comfortable, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's a hamster wheel a little bit, but you know, what, like you said, being comfortable, being uncomfortable is really an underutilized thing that people don't talk about whenever it comes to business and professional success. Yeah. It's all stuff there. Yep. That's really good. It's a part of it. It's, we're humans, even in our business. <laughs> 100%. So anything you want to add to that? No, I thought it was some really good, great talking points, great perspective. I uh, really appreciate you sharing and um, I'm sure the listeners will too. Well, Misty, you have a good trip to Peru. Speaking yeah. of getting uncomfortable. Oh yeah. You've got a, there's probably some nerves on this trip you're about to take, but we will be thinking of you. 
And uh, I look forward to hearing, and we will have a podcast on that solely when yeah. you get back. Yeah, so. thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to facing all the things that are within me that um, that don't serve me. So I'm sure some of it will be uncomfortable, um, and I'm sure some of it will be absolutely just beautiful. So it'll be okay. it'll be quite the journey. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.